0: Welcome back to the Mama Bird Podcast.
1: Where we talk about everything mama hood, mama good, and mama bad. I'm Emily. And I'm Danica.
0: And this week we are talking about mama bodies. Um, We just wanted to put a disclaimer out there that we are going to be talking about our personal struggles fears, and anxiety surrounding our bodies pre and postpartum. Uh, And we recognize that all of these, you know, struggles are valid and we are supporting one another, but we also just wanted to put a trigger warning out that we may be discussing eating disorders and body dysmorphia. So if you do struggle with these things, um, just be aware that we are going to be discussing them and um, just be careful.
1: Um, so I've always kind of struggled with like the perception of my own body, um, probably since I was like 16, um, it was probably really bad in university where I was counting calories and, you know, restricting and doing all that kind of stuff. So, um, obviously, obviously, I don't know. I feel like I, I don't maybe still struggle with it but, um, definitely through my pregnancy, I gained 60 pounds. Um, and I kind I did not care about, um, how much I was eating or, um, anything like that. I just kind of went to town with it. So I gained a lot of weight. Um, but then coming down from that was very difficult because I could not get that weight off. And, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of the thing. Like I didn't like all of that old stuff from back in university, all of those old thoughts where I'm like, I felt, you know, I felt fat, I felt uncomfortable, none of my like dresses would fit. Um, it like that really got to me. And I had kind of thought that I was quote unquote better at that point. Like, you know, that those were all old things that I had gotten away from, that you know, those thoughts weren't thoughts that I was having anymore. But then there they were again. Yeah. um, And then obviously, you know, you're looking at, you know, images of other women on social media. And, you know, a lot of my friends, like I was pregnant at the same time as a lot of my friends. And they lost the weight so quickly, they were back to being like their pre pregnancy bodies. in like, I don't even know, like within six months, for sure.
0: Oh my gosh. So
1: that was stuff. It took me, yeah, it took me a really, really long time to lose all the weight to be honest. Um, how I ended up actually losing it was going through a traumatic breakup. So okay. <laughs> I don't recommend.
0: <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so would you say that you've struggled with your body for a long time?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, like, the, uh, the additional struggle as well is that, you know, because I do fit in that stereotypical, like, what is expected in society, so it's, like, I also, on, like, on, on top of that, felt like I couldn't really talk about it. Like, I didn't have a right to complain about my body because even though I was in my mind, I felt fat, you know what I mean? Like, post-pregnancy, like, or postpartum I felt like I was like oh I'm like I'm not the way that I want to be but I felt like I didn't have a right to complain because right. I was still mid-range <laughs>
0: yep 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 why first of all are we labeling things as you know it's interesting you say mid-range like what mm-hmm. does that even mean right yeah. like why yeah. do you right. feel like you have to justify how you're feeling
1: yeah yeah well, that's exactly, that's exactly it. And like, I think that we all struggle and that's why like, I love the disclaimer in the beginning because, you know, we all have a different experience, regardless of what our body shapes are. Right. Yeah. And shaming for people, shaming people that are too thin, isn't okay. Shaming people because they're too big, isn't okay. Like we should just not be shaming people. How about that?
0: Yes. That, Yeah. I so I've struggled as well. I've struggled with, uh, I'm going to say body dysmorphia, like I, I restricted myself in the past, I've gone through a couple different diets, um, trying to lose weight. But when I when I think about the reasons as to why I wanted to lose weight versus I just wanted to be happy, they're very different. So what I mean by that is I wanted to lose weight because I felt like I wasn't being accepted Hmm. or rather I wanted to be accepted. And in order to be accepted by society and the expectations, and this is pre-partum, like this is before even having a baby. So similar to you in university, I restricted myself because in university, I gained first year, I think I gained around 20, 25 pounds. Did you gain weight in the first year?
1: Um, I didn't gain weight in my first year, but um, (laughs) I went... (laughs) I went on an exchange. I did an exchange to France, and the French pastries are delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I gained it there.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love that. So yeah, so first first year university, everyone says you're going to put on that freshman fifteen. Well, I put on freshman twenty for sure. Um, And then the summer after my first year. I was like, yeah, I need to lose weight. So I did this diet where it restricted me to 500 calories a day. Yeah, And I followed it and I lost all the weight huh. plus some. And then I went into a relationship um, for three years that was not healthy. Mm-hmm. And the person made me feel like I was never enough or never, like, you know, they would comment on my arms, which has always been a huge thing for me. They've, yeah, they would comment on, um, you know, thigh gaps, thigh gaps. Don't you remember the, the fetish oh. with thigh yeah. gaps?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Oh my goodness. Did you
0: ever go through that?
1: Yeah. And thinking about it, I'm kind of cringing.
0: <laughs> so yeah. did you think to yourself sometimes, oh, I need a thigh gap?
1: That's honestly like that's why I felt that's why I felt that because I didn't have that. I never had that.
0: So that was like the trigger for you. Oh, I don't have a thigh gap. Therefore, I'm fat.
1: Mm -hmm. My thighs touched.
0: (laughs) They always touched.
1: Yes, always, always, always.
0: I'm pretty sure everyone's thighs touch or (laughs) if they don't, which is fine. That's totally fine. But I think we also need to recognize when there's pictures out there of women's thighs not touching, they're posed, they're fabricated, right?
1: Wow. And Photoshop is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Ah! <laughs> yes.
0: I've never used that, but you know what I have used in the past? And we're kind of all over the place here, but that's the beauty of a podcast. We can just talk. Um, I found an app that I could adjust my body in.
1: Yes. Yes, those still exist.
0: Oh, they exist. I used it um, as early as last summer.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's hard. And I, yeah, it's hard because it's like the content that you put out there, you want it to look good and you feel self-conscious about certain areas of your body. So when you do have the option to adjust it's hard not to you know
0: yep yeah it's very it's very like oh my gosh look at that that was so easy why wouldn't i do this for all of my other photos so i can put it out there into the world that uh, i'm pretending like i'm happy with the way that i look but i'm actually not
1: yeah so i think that contributes to i want to say like toxic social media yeah you know, the- like that are put out there um aren't always real and that's what people need to realize is that social media is not always an accurate depiction of what is real
0: yes yep and, and that's everybody. what we're trying to do
1: yes. yeah yeah but we- that's often what we use to compare ourselves right yes
0: yes so I'm going to fast forward in my experience with body issues and dysmorphia. So I went through university. Um, I first year gained weight, second year lost weight, third, fourth year was very thin, like to the point where people were concerned about me, but then I got out of a toxic relationship and I met my now husband again. So we, we had met in the first year, didn't work out. Then met in my fourth year, I think it was my fourth year. Um, and I was so happy. And you know what happens when you're happy? I eat.
1: Yes. <laughs> we eat.
0: We enjoy life again. We eat pizza. We put in, we drink. We enjoy every facet of life because we are just so genuinely happy. And he never made me feel insecure. And I never worried about the way that I looked into this day. He's never made me feel that way. And I'm so grateful for that. But then it got to a point where I had gained a lot of weight. So then we were going to get married. And then I lost 25 pounds for our wedding so that I could look perfect in my wedding dress. And I was very happy with the way that I looked. I was very happy that I was able to lose that weight. And I've honestly never been happier than being with Alex. Um, But then after our wedding, I gained the weight back very fast. And before I got pregnant with Audrey, I seriously struggled with the way that I looked. Like I Mm -hmm. criticize myself to no end. I would look in the mirror and I like to be naked. Like I just, no matter what size I've ever been, I love being naked. And (laughs) so that's never been, yeah. So it's never been a fear for me to be naked. What was a bad thing was I would just stare in front of the mirror, stare at myself in the mirror rather. And yeah, I would criticize I would feel the skin between my legs. I would um, feel my arm fat. I would pinch my stomach Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. and it's so bad looking back and looking at myself, you know, prepartum. I don't even know if that's a word, but (laughs) I (laughs) I, but I was beautiful and I was not the way that I've thought about myself. And it's so sad because now fast forward to where I am now, I'm the biggest I've ever been, but I've also never been happier, which is crazy. Like what our minds can control.
1: Yeah. Like that's exactly, I wanted to ask you that question about looking back at how you look then, what are your thoughts about that now? Because for me, when I look back at pictures of myself at at a time where I thought I looked bad, I like. I think that i'm beautiful and i think that my body looks amazing and you know so it's it's crazy about and i'm trying now to be to work on acceptance and yeah. to work on i want to be happy i want to be healthy i you know i enjoy i do enjoy exercise although i am very sporadic with it yes <laughs> um me but too, i try, yes i try to not shame myself. And I try to not be hard on myself when it comes to this stuff, because when you are a mom, so postpartum, you have your postpartum body, Mm -hmm. but you also have a baby to take care of. (laughs) So in, when we talk about self-care, when we talk about all these things, um, it's hard to put that time in for yourself. And it's hard to put that time in to do a workout or to eat well. Sometimes like there's literally times that I will just be looking for whatever, like I'm hungry. I'm too tired to cook. I'm too lazy to cook. Maybe it's takeout food. Maybe it's just whatever a sandwich (laughs) can just find. Right.
0: Yes. And I think so then, you know, we, we, We go through our um, pregnancy. For me, I never felt more beautiful being pregnant. What about you?
1: Oh, I hated it.
0: (laughs) You hated it. I
1: hated it. Yes. I loved, okay. I loved having her inside of me. I thought that was a really cool thing. And I loved that part of it. Right. Being pregnant, I did not enjoy. And that is something that I find is, I don't want to say shamed, but maybe shamed because you're not supposed to say that. You're not supposed to say that you didn't enjoy being pregnant. That's, I love having a child. I love every, not not every, let me correct. I do not love every aspect of being a mother, but I love I <laughs> <laughs> wish maybe you're not supposed to say that either, but um, I obviously, there's a lot of things that I do love about it, but being pregnant, oh, that is not, Something that I am looking forward to doing again. Um, I would like to have another child depending on future partnerships. Yes. Um, but I'm definitely not looking forward to being pregnant again, that's for sure. And why? Oh, I just felt uncomfortable. With your body? Yeah, I just felt uncomfortable. I um like you can't, I feel like when you're laying in bed, you can never get especially when you get like eight to nine months, right? Like seven between the six to nine months though. That was I, before that I didn't mind so much. Cause I still felt like myself, I could still move like I normally moved. Um, and all that, but past the six months you're, <laughs> you're not in a, you're not comfortable.
0: <laughs> yeah. And did you, do you remember ever looking at yourself being pregnant? And if you did do that, what were your thoughts? about your, felt, about the way you looked?
1: Yeah, I felt huge. And I, I gained, I gained a lot of weight. I gained 60 pounds. Yeah, I, I ate like I, I gained 60 pounds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you.
1: <laughs> well, the other funny thing, so pre pregnancy, I was extremely lactose intolerant. Like I, if I even had a drop of dairy, I was sick. But then, when I got pregnant, I was able to have dairy.
0: Me too. Really? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I I so I struggle with dairy. I never drink like a full glass of milk. Actually, thinking about that makes me feel sick.
1: <laughs> yeah. um,
0: but um, I've oh I love cheese. Me too. And, I still love cheese. Yes. Yeah, so I always had cheese. I don't have like an actual dairy allergy. I just think I st- truly have an intolerance. So I would get like an upset stomach and let's just say I had diarrhea. And <laughs> um, But when I was pregnant, I ate everything under the sun when it came to dairy and I never felt sick. And then pre or postpartum too. when I was breastfeeding. I had no issues with dairy.
1: Yeah. I'm still like, it depends. I it's like Russian roulette for me when it comes to dairy at the moment, <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> which I take, I definitely take that chance. Like I had, I still incorporate cheese. I'm careful about it. I don't have a whole lot and I try to be very, very careful, but sometimes I can go to Dairy Queen and have a blizzard and be totally okay. So oh, we'll I know last,
0: Well, that's crazy because like now Audrey has, you know, four bottles of milk a day, homo milk. And I'm like, this stuff is thick. (laughs) But okay. So going back to how you're feeling being pregnant. So you did not like it. And did you, you didn't like your body.
1: I, I didn't like my body. I felt uncomfortable. I movements very, important to me I like being able to move and to feel free and um I felt really restricted yeah and I felt like I couldn't move it and maybe if I had you you know um put in more of an effort to work out throughout pregnancy or put in more of an effort to do yoga maybe that would be different so maybe you know it's live and learn right so the next time around I might put in more of an effort when it comes to working out and doing yoga and maybe it'll be a different experience, but I'm hoping it it would be a different experience, but that for that one in the later months, especially I I didn't feel great.
0: Yeah. And for me, I loved it. (laughs) I loved being pregnant and you're right. There is a stigma or some kind of Pressure for moms to truly enjoy being pregnant because everyone's like, it's such a magical experience. You know, you're building an entire universe in your body. You should enjoy every moment. I love hearing moms say, No, I hated it. (laughs) Like, because the reality is everyone is unique and different in their experiences and how they feel about their body. So for me, it for me, it gave me confidence. It made me feel beautiful for you, it did not do those things.
1: No, I felt very vulnerable. Even if someone were to come and attack me, I know it's a crazy situation, but let's say I felt like I was vulnerable and I wouldn't be able to defend myself in the same way, in the same capacity as I would have been able to before.
0: Right. And that's, I've never thought about it that way.
1: Maybe I'm just a paranoid person. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Which is good. And that's why the, that's the beautiful thing about being able to talk about it so openly is, you know, we are completely different in how we experience pregnancy and how we felt about our bodies. And then postpartum. Oh, yes. Tell me. Tell me all about it.
1: <laughs> um, maybe it's a similar experience for you, but I struggled getting that weight off. Yeah. And uh, like I said, in the beginning, um, like, the only way that I actually lost the baby weight was going through a traumatic experience. That was the only way um, I tried working out. I, I would work out all the time. I would watch what I was eating, um, even restricted a little bit. Uh, and that's where those bad habits were creeping back up. Yeah. Those bad habits from university where I'm like, kind of keeping track of how many calories I'm eating and restricting more and doing that kind of stuff. I knew I was more aware of it this time around and I was noticing what I was doing and I knew it was unhealthy and I was trying to just work on acceptance, but I'm not going to lie. When I lost, I dropped 15 pounds in a week. Wow. because of a traumatic experience obviously um, yep. that's not healthy <laughs> no I, but I didn't eat because of the traumatic experience I didn't eat for four days and nothing for four days yeah which is I mean how I dropped so quickly yeah that's not healthy right that's not healthy to do it that way but in my mind I'm kind of happy about it you know and I'm kind of like oh like that's not good you know, it's like, why? And I'm, and I'm still like, the worst part is I'm still like looking at my pouches, you know, like my stomach is not what it used to be. And my stomach was always a point of concern or yeah, a point of concern for me where I, or insecurity for me, where I felt like I always had a bit of a pouch there. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and yeah, so I it's like, now everything's like high waisted. So to cover that up, even with bathing suits, to have a low-rise bathing suit, no way.
0: (laughs) You know what? Like, for you to feel crappy about losing 15 pounds in a week is sad. Because I think if, honestly, I think if I could do that, I would do it.
1: Yeah, but it's how I did it too, right? Of
0: course.
1: Yeah, it wasn't wasn't intentional. Like, it's like when you're sick. It's like, if you got a cold or, hey, if you got covid (laughs) yeah no we don't talk about covid, <laughs> just about COVID now. Uh, you got sick and you dropped weight quickly um obviously it wasn't intentional but are you kind of happy about it
0: yes and that's the thing is like but you you feel now shame for feeling that way which is sad too because you went through a traumatic experience so you were sick yeah like your mind yeah. and your soul was sick, and oh, not that, in a
1: good place. Yeah, yeah. Because
0: of that, your body reacted in a way that that you lost weight, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Or it will be the opposite; they'll gain weight, right? Yeah. And that's why our bodies are so different and all valid in everything that we experience. So, and for you, postpartum. You felt the pressure to lose weight. Uh, why? Yeah.
1: Um, looking around me, looking at my yeah. friends, um, looking at social media, uh, my friends went back to their pre-pregnancy weight so quickly, and and they were thin. They were like probably I'm guessing twenty pounds lighter than what it was at the time. Okay, and that was a huge. I felt like the fat one in the in the friend group, which. <laughs> with especially with my experience in the past is not a good place to be yeah <laughs> and I hated that and I felt so I, my confidence was shot was completely completely shot and I felt so powerless because no matter what I did nothing worked and you know you're looking at social media you're looking at especially when it comes to mom pages sometimes and you yes. See, you see those moms and how they look and they look so great. They look so good. And, and you're just comparing yourself to that. So, and that's the thing. And now, you know, as a content creator now, and as a mom, I know, and I feel like I look good now and I feel confident. And I, trust me, I still have insecurities. I still have areas of my body that I, I don't feel good about. And a lot of, what people don't realize is when it comes to content creation and, and photography and and modeling and doing that kind of stuff it's posing yes. <laughs> a lot of times it's knowing how to pose knowing what areas to bring to the front and what areas to bring to the back and just maneuvering it's like a trick of the eye you know
0: <laughs> yeah 100 is so you felt the pressure to lose weight my experience was the opposite <laughs> So I gained about 35 pounds from my, from my pregnancy, which is not that much, but then I'm going to say, I probably put on another 15 to 20 pounds. So I did not lose my postpartum or I did not lose my baby weight. I gained weight and nobody talks about that. Nobody, nobody says, you know, I gained weight instead of losing weight after I gave birth. And it's not talked about, but I've also still have never been happier and I'm still the heaviest I've ever been. But I did have an experience last weekend that I do wanna touch on because it's really impacted me. Mm -hmm. So I signed my family up for a photo shoot last minute, like super impromptu. And then I went through my closet and I was looking for something to wear and everything I tried on, I hated on my body. I hated it. I, I couldn't even, I could barely even look at myself in the mirror. And then I, I was supposed to go and show, um, Alex, all the dresses that I was going to potentially wear. And I just didn't come out. I didn't come out. And then finally he came into the room and he's like, what's going on? And I, and I said, I hate my body. I hate the way I look. I'm ugly. Like I'm going to cry thinking about it because
1: (laughs) I'm going to start crying.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I hated the way that I looked and
1: in that moment though, like how come you know, cause you felt so good and, and confident for so long with your body and why, what was it about that weekend?
0: I think there was an expectation to get dressed up and not an expectation from anyone other than myself to get dressed up and to be in front of the lens instead of behind it. Because I'm a photographer and I've been behind the lens for so long trying to, you know, make those moments perfect and beautiful and genuine and authentic for so many other people and and then that night I was expected to be in front of it and my body and my mind was not prepared I I set it up very fast without preparing and then when I forced my body and my mind to be ready for something that I wasn't ready for
1: yeah you didn't you didn't like think about it was a trigger probably yep It triggered like all of these things and you didn't realize that that was a (laughs) trigger.
0: I didn't realize it. And then I just laid in my bed and curled up in a ball and just cried. Yeah. That was the first time. This is 15 months postpartum that it Mm -hmm. took me to feel like I wasn't beautiful, which is really amazing. Like I felt, I've i I felt this whole time since having Audrey, that I'm my best self and I, and I'm beautiful and I'm amazing. But that one day of trying on clothes that did not fit me and seeing my stomach and like feeling my arms and seeing the cellulite on my legs, I was like, oh. yeah, it was really hard.
1: Did you recover or how did you recover?
0: So I, I think I have recovered, but in a way that I have actually downloaded an app and I'm being very honest here and I've started to track what I'm eating because I, for me at this point in my life, I know that. While I love myself and I'm comfortable, I also think I need to take better care of what I'm putting inside of my body. Mm -hmm. Because at this point, at this point, it's affecting my mental health.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's about the intentions and the why you're dieting or watching what you're eating or working out. I think it's the intention behind it that is, unhealthy or healthy yes it's I like I said I enjoy working out I enjoy food um and I do try to watch what I eat but I'm also keeping track of my mental state and the the reason behind it and and I think it's when you fail or when you order pizza one night because and you eat the whole thing (laughs) 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 Yes. <laughs> or, or if you don't do your workout or you don't beat yourself up about it.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing that I've I've learned is that eating that chocolate bar or eating two of them or having pizza having having something having something that I'm craving and really truly enjoying that is not going to ruin the, the entire day, or it shouldn't ruin how I feel about my body because my body and my mind and my soul is telling me that I want a blizzard have the damn blizzard.
1: If it's a gorgeous summer day, a hundred percent. And you're just craving that. Yes.
0: Yes. Like I think the restriction culture, the bounce back culture Is so so damaging. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Especially when it comes to what's being shared and what's being talked about. Um a hundred percent. And that's why I do try to like vocalize as much as I can on different platforms that the social media is not a real picture of real life. And um it's you know, you're sharing pictures, pictures can be modified as we've talked about. Yep. (laughs) um i've seen a lot of even like celebrities and stuff like that where pictures are like exposed where you can see the modifications and so you can't don't compare yourself try, or, try your very best not to compare yourself and and maybe you work towards accepting where you are in your body and that your body is beautiful
0: Yes. And, and, and I, and I think like having Audrey has made me truly accept who I am and my body in, in its entirety. And every day I'm thankful for the body that I have because I can still move freely. I, you know, I have a little extra weight, but it's also providing a space for Audrey to cuddle in and lay on and she feels comforted. I can still go for walks every day. I can still look in the mirror and I still love myself, but I'm also doing what I need to do Mm -hmm. to feel better about myself. And what matters more to me is how I'm feeling emotionally and mentally. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's not about any more. It's not about losing the weight anymore. It's about being cognizant of what I'm putting in my body so that I can live a long and healthy life for my family.
1: Yeah. It's about being healthy at the end of the day. Um, If you restrict too much, if you um, don't eat enough calories, you're not healthy. Yeah. It's like health, I think is paramount. And as long as you have that, and that is your focus, then that's great.
0: Yep. Mm -hmm. And so even uh, even labeling, you know, that we're talking about mama bodies, perhaps it should be labeled, or perhaps we can switch the narrative and just talk about well I mean we always just talk about motherhood and what we're going through but there is such a focus on the motherhood or the mama body eh? it's just it's so focused on
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it is yeah I agree
0: and I think like I guess switching the narrative to to really just talk about mamas as a whole is what we are trying to do with this is we're trying to really just bring a light to the fact that we struggle we struggle with our bodies we struggle emotionally we struggle mentally we struggle physically but we also triumph from each and every one of those struggles and all yeah. of those struggles are so valid
1: yeah and i do find that when you get past and you can start accepting things a little bit more you feel so much more empowered Yes. I I tried to focus on aspects of my body that I love instead of aspects of my body that I don't.
0: Yes, I love that. I love that.
1: Yeah, instead of focusing on, oh, I don't like my stomach. I don't like my thighs. I don't. I have a great bum. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. I love my bum too. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Right. (laughs) The one nice thing about having more weight on you. (laughs) is <laughs> having more bum right girl yes <laughs> I yes try to on a positive aspect instead of focusing on the negative right
0: absolutely and I, that is such a beautiful reminder look at yourself in the mirror and say to yourself what you love yeah I absolutely. love I love my bum I love my <laughs> collarbones I love my eyes I love my smile I love my big boobs. I mean, I don't, yeah, actually. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know what? I love my boobs. They're great because. Oh, can
1: we talk about boobs? <laughs> <laughs> Pardon? I said, can we talk about boobs? Yeah, let's talk about boobs. <laughs> let's talk about boobs. Yes. Babe. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's something actually I wanted to talk about because my boobs, oh my, have they changed? Oh, that's actually another insecurity that I have. Because um, they're not as perky as they were when I was pre-baby, yeah, and uh, and that is definitely and I've grown to love them and I've accepted and I, I I'm actively working on loving my boobs, but so <laughs> it's just in comparison to women who have not have children. And I'm like, oh, well, they have perky boobs and my boobs are, they're not as perky as what they used to be. And that is-
0: Oh my gosh. I feel (laughs) that on such another level. I I used to be a size B, okay? I used to be a B. When I started dating Alex, like I told you already, I gained weight and that weight went to my boobs. So then I was a C and then I was a D. And then I got pregnant. And I'm I'm a double D. My boobs yeah, they're not perky. I literally I mean, I I like I told you already too. I love being naked yeah. and I often don't wear a bra. Yeah. But I I remember the days when I could not wear a bra in public. I miss those days.
1: I still do that under a sweater.
0: <laughs> oh. I feel like I can't do that anymore. Like literally my boobs are huge. And sometimes when I get compliments on them, I'm like, well, that's nice. But I am insecure about how big they are. And I'm also insecure with how big my areolas are.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's also for me.
0: They're huge. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious.
1: I... I mean, for me, I think mine are big as well, but I also, it's hard to know, right? Because like, what do you, you we're going to start comparing boobs. You know what I mean? But people, yeah. it's, hard, it's hard to know. It's like, what is, what is big? What is, you know? you know,
0: I think it's from the movie. Is it pitch perfect when they talk about the size of the areola? It's like a pepperoni. Okay. I don't know I if haven't. that's pitch perfect or some, some movie, some like rom-com. Talks about, you know, her areolas are as big as (laughs) baloney. Something like that. And I always think about that. I'm like, oh my God, that's my nipples.
1: That's my. Why is that bad though? You know what I mean? Exactly.
0: I know. It's because we think we need to have tiny perky boobs with small areolas because that's what's normalized. I
1: know. I know. There's a company. you oh, know what? I'm gonna have to find them and sh- and share this on our Instagram and plug in. If you're not following us on Instagram, yes. please do. Um, I'm gonna have to share this on it on our Instagram because there's a company and they do jewelry. They do um, earrings and it's boobs of all kinds of shapes and sizes. Everything. Boobs. Boobs everywhere. Boobs. Yeah. And yeah.
0: And, and the nipple. I love that mm-hmm. movement. Yes. I love. I love when women embrace their I, I, at the end of the day let's just let's just leave it off at like loving and embracing your body and every yeah. facet and fiber that it is with oh your cellulite God. with your rolls with your big areolas yeah. hey,
1: that's me with your hanging boobs with your hanging
0: <laughs> boobs yes and you know a little bit of a wiggle in your arm it's not it's okay um, you know, when you, when your thighs touch, that's okay. All of these things, no matter where you are in your womanhood are okay.
1: Yeah. Accept where you are. Yes. Your body, love your body. Yep.
0: Yeah, love your body and everything that it is. And, you know, starting boudoir to boudoir photography yes. really opened up my mind and my soul to, helping and helping and being a part of women feeling empowered with their bodies because it's not it's not about like boudoir to me is not about you know showing off your body and being no yeah to me it's about empowerment truly one with your body feeling gorgeous and beautiful and whole and um really accepting who you are and being empowered by that And that's that's shown through photography. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. That's why I love, I love doing boudoir. Like I, I'm I'm conscious about what I post online, but also I shared, actually recently shared a picture. I was sitting on my bed and I was showing some side bum. I was in my underwear. It was morning. I was like really feeling it. And I actually shared it on Facebook. So Facebook is more, I see it more as like professional because I do uh, have a clients on there. Yeah. But I was getting a lot of harassment uh, online and stuff. And it was just kind of my push back to that. And I just kind of, I shared this picture that was initially on a private Instagram, but I just kind of said, you know what? No, like I feel empowered in this. I feel like I look great. And it doesn't matter, like, if you're showing bum, if you're showing boob, you know, like, that doesn't merit any kind of negative stuff. No, it doesn't entitle other people to be negative or to degrade you or to harass you or to, you know, it's like be empowered and your body is strong and it is empowering and to use that. And that's what I love about boudoir is that you can really use that in order to empower yourself.
0: Yes. And just because you post something on social media does not give the right for anyone to comment. And people will say, well, you know, then maybe you should make your stuff private. And my, my clapback is, well, maybe you should just mind your own business and maybe, and maybe you should just keep your negative thoughts to yourself. Like what do you get out of harassing or being negative on something that someone has posted and that they feel beautiful? like how how do you feel good about that
1: it's it's shaming and because it's honestly it's pretty much only directed at women ever yep um if a woman posts a picture of her body online people will shame her and and that's the thing so it's like how are we supposed to feel good about our bodies how are we supposed to look at our bodies and be like oh, I like my rolls and I like my little pouch and I like, you know, I, I like everything about me. I like my bum. Or if you, if you do feel good about your bum and you're like, this is the one thing on my body that I actually really love and I want to show it off because I feel good about it and I feel empowered about it. And then you post it on social media because you want to share and you feel good about it. And then people shame you. Yep. You know, that's so, it's so not cool. But again, nowhere's coming from. And, you know, that's why I wanted to push back against that. And, you know, you have to feel empowered. Like your body is an amazing thing. It does amazing things every single day.
0: And that's what we are doing with this podcast. We want women. We want mamas to feel empowered, to share their truth and their authentic selves. That is what we're here for.
1: A hundred percent.
0: I love it.
1: So that's it for today. Make sure to stay tuned. We do have a website coming up for you guys soon. If you're not already following us on social media, please do. And please subscribe to this podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts and share with a friend that would really help us grow. Thank you so much. The support has been so amazing so far, and we can't wait to see where this takes
0: us. And make sure that you tune in. Our episodes air every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern.